0: Season four of *Hello Gorgeous Mama* by your host Britt Contreras. In this episode, I'm gonna kind of recap my journey um I kind of go up and down all over the place but that's just me so if you're new here um just know that while I might digress sometimes I'll come back to the points and I hope that motherhood spirituality is something that speaks to you because that's my journey and that's what resonates with me so if it resonates with you keep on listening um i am your host hello gorgeous mama dark Contreras. for anyone who's new i'm sorry if i'm talking low but my baby's asleep next to me and i have my kiddos um one in the living room with their dad and then um, my other one sleeping in her room they're all supposed to be sleeping in the room but um if you're a mom of multiples you know how that goes and even with one child they usually end up in your bed I digress so I wanted to start this podcast on season four episode one because like what the heck we're just going to start this like new and fresh because if you listen to me in past seasons I was going through a spiritual journey I still am you're always going through a spiritual journey but I'll get to that in a second um but my point is is that And that was kind of a transformation period for me and a lot going on. And I just want to kind of start this whole, yes, I know, new year and new me, blah, 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 blah. No, it's not that kind of thing. It's 2023, yes. And it does motivate us when the beginning of a new year. But it's not that kind of thing. Like, I have been on this journey for a long time. But really into this journey of spiritual awakening, growth, and soul growth, and transformation, um, I would say these last four years, maybe actually five years, I should say, because um, I'm going to just kind of tell my story a little synopsis for those that don't know, or who are not familiar with it. Um, I'm going to try to tell it in a nutshell, because If you don't know my story, I highly recommend listening to past podcasts. Um, First of all, if you're tuning in, this podcast is about spirituality, motherhood, and everything in between. What does that mean? That means that I'm going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, that kind of saying, um, any Clint Eastwood fans. Um, Well, anyways, so... so My journey started back in 2017 with motherhood um, when I had my firstborn. And I went through postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety really bad. And um, I had trouble bonding at first. And now looking back, I was always bonding with my child. But the depression and the anxiety and how severe and chronic it was, Um, Because I was diagnosed with chronic depression after the postpartum um, period kind of, you know, in quotation marks went away. And um, I realized that I always had the connection with my baby. It just took me a little bit to see it, but I couldn't because I was so blinded by the depression. And the depression kind of like the way I described it, I think in the past is kind of like a shadow or a monster, kind of like taking face. And then you know, like in Scooby Doo, you (laughs) watch the show and you find out that it's not really like there's more to it. The mask comes off, and then the reveal is what's behind it. So um, if you can kind of think of it that way, as that you know, once we take that mask off and we kind of face it, then we're able to kind of face our fears and overcome that depression and anxiety and realize that we are more in control. Than we initially thought because the depression anxiety makes you feel like you are hopeless it makes you feel like you can't do things that you are worthless that you are a bad mom and so many other things that gets in our mind and corrupts it almost and it's almost like another like that you know um, bad angel on your shoulder kind of whispering in your ear telling you things that makes you feel bad about yourself or that you can't do things and all these kind of things. Anyway, so that started back then. And then I would say it took me until she was about a year and a half, maybe a year, to start feeling like a little bit like myself. At the time, I was not sure about my identity. I didn't know who I was as a mom. I didn't know who I was as a person, as a wife. As um, I didn't remember... Like, how to be me really and I didn't even know what being me really was to be honest and then um fast forward to when I had um, when I was pregnant with my second um, she and um, I was pregnant with her I didn't know in the beginning when I started going to a um, spiritual medium and then I started going to um, regular therapy as well as regression therapy and I started finding out um like more things about myself and that I always knew was true but I didn't want to see it and, and then I realized, you know, that I suppressed for twenty five years. Um and I wouldn't say I just realized it's just like it opened Pandora's box to make me face those fears again. Like again it was mess. Everything was lock and key in my mind because it was my body's way of protecting myself. My, my um, mind and my body kind of shut down and like said, okay, you know what? All the good memories and the bad memories are going to be looped together from childhood and we're just going to lock them away so that way you can't face the bad memories. That way no other memories can lead you to remember the other stuff. So there was big gaps in my childhood from the time I was like probably I would say um it will, it started my ch- um I was sexually abused um I was sexually molested um at three years old and then um it continued for a while and it um ended up being where I think from um. Three to like six is what I remember it continuing on for a while, like basically until I went to school and I was old enough to kind of be more vocal for myself. And then, um, but again, I didn't at this time, I didn't remember like what really was going on. So stay with me. So, 2017, I had my firstborn. 2019, I'm pregnant again and I'm going through regression therapy and I'm going through regular therapy and then I'm also having spiritual mediums because I'm also intuitive. Didn't come out until later. But um so I'm going to Eden Suston. She is awesome. You can look her up. And um you know my soul sister and my grandma Helen and um one of my cousins he came into the reading and I'm not going to mention his name just out of respect um, for my family, but um, he um, was big influence and part of it and basically said we're more life than we think, and, you know, you need to go and get further regression therapy and you need to, um, at the time I was like, what is, you know, I don't really know what's going on. So then I went for more sessions and all came out all my memories, (laughs) again, Pandora's box opening, and it was like a floodgate, and um, in the beginning, I didn't want to be touched by my husband, and I didn't want to, like, even go there, okay? So um, I was having suicide ideation, and I was going through all these different emotions. I lost family members and all kinds of things to just... You know, we were not on the same page basically, and that's putting it lightly, but um, yeah, so you yeah, know, shit happens, but anyways, so um, I'm gonna fast forward again, but again, go back to past episodes if you need to kind of like read out more of this info because I'm just nutshelling it. So twenty nineteen, pregnant, fighting all this stuff out. And then I'm getting all this anxiety inside because all these things are coming up. I'm having to deal with all these conversations I don't want to have. I sent letter to my perpetrator, and um, he obviously didn't own up to it, and and lost family members and all kinds of things. And um, it just and I wrote him story that was published a couple different news outlets. One even in Australia asked if they could use it, which was pretty um amazing in a way because telling my truth and speaking my truth as hard as it is, um I know it can help somebody. So that's why I'm resharing it again here. And I think that's the first time I've actually um instead of being being around the bush um i've actually said out loud you know about being molested as a child at three years old so Uh, um and just to put kind of like a um not side note but you know oh disclaimer no. if that's what the word I was looking for. Um to put a disclaimer, my parents were awesome. And they and no whatsoever abused me or anything like that. So um my mom and dad i my mom is my best friend and my dad is my best friend and um sometimes yeah you know, we don't always agree on everything. And my gentle parenting concept sometimes um kinda like goes over their head a little bit, I think, um, but, um, they're always there, and they've been supportive through this whole journey of mine, and been there from day one, and day one being since I was born, they didn't know this was going on, and if they would have, obviously, they would have strangled the person, but, um, and I'm not exaggerating No one, probably, but anyways, um, so I just want to put that disclaimer there. And then my husband, he's been also a um, huge support system as well as my daughters, my three girls. So um, 2019, I'm going through this journey and um, it was kind of, I don't know, a roller coaster, I guess is the easiest way I can explain it because there was ups and downs in the beginning uh, for anyone going through this, um, please, you are not alone, and if you are like me, and you suppressed memories for a really long time, maybe your whole life, like myself, um, and people don't believe you, you don't need them to believe you, you don't need validation from others, I'm validating you now, and I believe you, and I see you, and you are not alone, and, um, please do not give up on yourself because there are so many people uh, that their lives that you can touch by sharing your story if you want to share your story when you're ready to share your story if at all you want to but even if you journal about it or you know you reach out to a therapist or somebody please do um because your life does matter and it does have a purpose so i just want to say that for anyone listening that I am here for you and you can reach out through a direct message if you need just someone to listen and also um I believe what is it 988 is the um if you're contemplating suicide or anything like that please 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 seek medical attention um reach out to a friend Um, text the hotline or call the hotline 988, they made it easier because it's not as long as it used to be. I believe that is across the nation, Um, but if you are outside of the U.S., please look up what your number would be. I mean, a a search in your um, phone can easily, I think, find that for you. So, um, Okay, (laughs) back to um, going through 2019, I had my daughter in um, June of 2019, and um, this actually I would say that um, the regression therapy and the therapy when I first got pregnant was when I was pregnant in the end of 2018, and then she was born 2019. Um, so she's born in 2019, and then I just. Um, I feel guilt with that sometimes because I feel like the anxiety that I was feeling through my pregnancy, sometimes she's a little anxious about things and um, she has a hard time regulating her emotions sometimes. And I know with COVID and the pandemic and all kinds of things going on, that's happening to a lot of children that are around the three, four-year-old age. But um, I do sometimes blame myself and that's just maybe wrong about having that guilt that I carry of having all those anxiety from, because I was going through a lot of conversations during that time. I was having a lot of conversations with people that I really didn't want to have never with the perpetrator because I don't even, uh, never want to see his face again. Um, you know, forgiveness I'm working on for myself, not him. Forgiveness is not ever for anybody else, but for yourself, for your inner self. And, um, It sounds selfish to some people that don't understand it, but that is really what the key of forgiveness is, is being able to release it from your soul because the emotions you carry and what people's actions and what they do, is not your responsibility. How you respond to their choices, their decisions, and the way they act is your responsibility because that's how you're responding. It's you. So you can choose. In the beginning, I was so angry. I was so mad at these people that I thought were supposed to be there for me. I had these expectations that, you know, they would do X, Y, Z and be there for me. And being there for me meant like just listening, just being there, you know. And I thought that was so simple to ask. And it is. We deserve that. We deserve to be listened to. However, I had to release that from them on them because it was putting more burden on me to be thinking about well if i was in their shoes i'd be doing this or if i was you know how could someone do that or how can someone just leave or how could someone just i felt abandoned i felt you know so many different things and it brought me back to childhood because i think in um a way even though we might have a support system like I did, you know, my mom and dad at the time. um, I still felt abandoned as a child because nobody was listening. I was trying to cry for help, but there was no words for me to articulate what was happening was something that was not okay. And also I think that there was just so many other factors to it i was groomed you know and grooming is a term where your perpetrator basically becomes your friend and becomes this person that you trust so much and that even adults trust so they would think oh this person would never do this you know so they um are master manipulators and um the abuser can also be abused by somebody else and be um using the abuse as a form of retaliation in a way without the other person knowing Um, for example if there are two people and there's a domestic violence issue going on and say that one of the spouses decides to um abuse the child and the other spouse doesn't know but also the spouse that's doing the abusing to the child is being abused by the spouse you know so that's what they I mean by um retaliation in a way of that abuse um and for anybody who suspects i would say listen to your child try to um you can even play games that they like in role play, um, certain things just to see. Let them lead, you follow, and kind of see where they take you in their their story. You know, and um, depending on the words and the actions that they're doing, where are they learning those things from? Might be a question that you want to ask. Um, What movies are they watching? What shows are they seeing? What people are they around? And, you know, if you read my article, you know that, um, sadly, those that are mostly sexually abused know their perpetrator. And um, when I say no, it means that it's either can be a close family friend, could be a family member, uh, could be a grandma, grandpa, parent um an uh, uncle um it could be um your I don't know your neighbor your, your best friend um your dad's best friend you know a best friend of um I, and this basically just because you know known them your whole life and you think that you can trust someone does not mean always that you can. So how do we arm our children with these tools to protect themselves without accusing people just blankly, you know, um, with a mask on not knowing who can be who can and not always believing that oh every second of the day that something's going to happen I've had to basically go through a lot of therapy to get to that point because trust me I had anxiety and um mama bear to the max when uh my firstborn was born and then with my second going through that stuff it was even more heightened so um I don't want to digress, but I'm trying to give these tools and like little tidbits as I'm going through. So that way, if someone is listening that suspects or, um, is a, um, childhood sexual, um, abuse survivor, um, that they can know that there are people that are listening and can help and that it's not, the end when we have kids we can be protective and we can um still be able to allow our kids to go out and explore the world you know so um and just so you know if you're new I am a nervous laugher if that's a word meaning like when I sometimes even talk about scary stuff like a little laugh to make it lighthearted will like get in there it's not like to take away from anything like that it's just my being it's my how i've dealt with stuff and i that comes from childhood as well as just um one more thing i want to point out um that i started remembering because as you um i believe highly that becoming a mother has shown me things that i would have never understood before and I think that's why all this stuff started coming out um all my memories started flushing out and coming out um through motherhood and my labor and my depression and my anxiety were actually the mask and it came off and yes I really did go through postpartum depression anxiety but I think it was deeply rooted into my childhood trauma that was being triggered and um my kids yes do trigger some of those things and that's not a bad thing because it shows me and it reflects back to me things that I need to address and work through and to cut generational cycles so one of the things that I started remembering is that um I used to watch um one show um one movie in particular all the time to kind of Actually, there was three movies, but there was one that I would always watch all the time to kind of get my mind off of it. And when my perpetrator would, um, you know, come into the room, my eyes would be glued to that movie. And I would just have to focus on it because um, I think that was my way of escaping. And I still played and I still did different, like, um, played chef and, you know, different games, like that, that I remember, you know, like, being um, moments where nothing was happening, but that was part of the grooming, so just because um, a perpetrator might play on the floor in different games does not mean that, like, I don't want to say start accusing people, but I'm saying just keep your eyes open, because um, if an adult is playing a lot more with kids than they are socializing with adults, that is kind of a red flag there, um, and I mean, like, you feel the red flags and the tingles and the cackles going up on your back kind of thing, um, so, um, another thing is I suffered from really bad anxiety from when I was a kid, all the way to now so it wasn't something that was just brought upon um from postpartum depression anxiety i've had anxiety my whole life i used to be in the nurse's office constantly all the time and it started when i was really young um i would get really bad stomach aches out where i would cause myself to feel sick and i'd even throw up sometimes or i would get really pale white um and i'm really light to begin with so I would tell my mom that I could not go to school because I would just get really bad anxiety and things and um, it started when I was really little when I started first going to school and I think these are all part of, I'm not a psychologist, but I'm just saying I believe these are all signs that I are now coming out that I see and I feel that are a big part of my being as a child and this is my childhood truth so i'm just speaking and letting spirit lead um so then fast forward um cut ties with toxic people wrote letters my perpetrator um 2017 2019 now have two of my kids and then we, um we think we're done a year and a half later we decide um well not a year and a half later, I got pregnant like maybe a year later because, um, yeah, I was pregnant in 20. We get no t- end of 2020, September 2020, I believe, was when I found out. Let's see, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. No, that's oh, sorry. Um, Basically, my youngest was born in December twenty twenty one. So whatever nine months back from now is oh May. I think it's May because that's when I think we took a San Diego trip. I want to say June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January. No, I'm so bad at remembering nine months back. Why can't I think? Anyways, it's like eleven forty one p.m almost midnight so that's gonna be my excuse i'm not good at it. anyways my youngest was born in december 2021 so through having my middle in 2019 to that date 2021 um i have gone through so much work and when i say that is i've done a lot of spiritual awakening work, ascension, um, doing readings for people. I start getting intuitive gifts and intuitive hits, and I would do readings, and people would say, Oh my gosh, how, you know, yes, you're spot on. I would start getting ear ringing in my ears, of just different things going on that um, I was tuning in so much. Um, I don't hear, um, I hear my own voice. It sounds weird, but this is for anybody who's a light worker or spirituality. They'll understand this, but if you don't, I highly recommend looking up Rebecca Campbell. Um, she is the author of "Light Is the New Black," and that's a good book to read. And then also, um, like I said, Eden Suston. She is. Um, she does. She is an, uh, medium. And she does the do automatic writing. They. Uh, she also has a podcast with Kim, um, Kim Summers, and they. Um, I can't say her last name. It's like Kim Summers of Glacy. But she, they have a podcast called Um. Truth. Ah, I can't think of it right now. Let me see. I think I could look it up where I'm on here. I'm so talking to you guys like I'm actually talking to you and that's how I talk on this podcast so if it's not your thing that's okay this is gonna reach to anyone who it resonates with so I hope that um I can find it real quick. Let's see it's called Talk, Purpose, and Truth podcast. <clears throat> and yes, it's Kim Summers, uh, I, I, gliss, I sorry, Kim, I'm putting your last name, and Eden Suston. So just look at Talk, Purpose, and Truth on, um, they're on iHeart, Apple Podcasts, anything pretty much and um they if you go from the beginning they talk a lot about spirituality and mediumship and um when I say spirituality I um for those that don't know my background I was baptized and confirmed when I was younger Catholic I went to a Catholic church my whole life I did my confirmation um my sacraments all that kind of thing and then um I fell away from God for a while when my cousin passed away when I was in high school because I was really close with him, Um, at least when I was younger, I thought of him as brother, so um, we, um, and I talk about this in past podcasts, I, you know, was self-harming during that time and just was really a dark phase of my life that I thought, you know, how could God take away this person that I love so much in my life? Um, that was like a big brother, and I don't have siblings here on Earth, so I, I just feel like um that was a really hard thing for me during that time, and um, anyway, so then I started. I graduated from Biola University, um, with my major in journalism, and um, that I decided to go to that school because um, when I started dating my husband, he kind of brought me back to the church with his family, but we started going to Christian church, Calvary Chapel, and I fell in love with that church, and, um, I reconfirmed myself and asked, um, Pastor Jack Hibbs for his blessing, and so, um, He gave me his blessing to go to Biola, and was um, I was able to go there. And oh my God, um, that was my saving grace there. And um, so yeah, so I reconnected with God. So that's my part of my faith. But I always say, um, and hopefully Biola forgives me for this, but I always say that I'm more spiritual than religious. So I no longer say I'm Christian or Catholic, really. I'm more just. I believe in love and light and God and faith, and I believe in Mother Earth and I believe in um, angels and spirit guides and um, I do what's taboo to some very religious people is um, tarot cards and their angel tarot cards and oracle decks that are angel. Um, so I handpicked my decks because I'm drawn to the love and light of them. Um, and just a little nugget right there, I noticed that Barnes & Noble, and I'm sorry, Barnes & Noble, I'm not trying to bash you. I know your business that you're running, but um, they started, you know, putting all these kind of tarot decks now that are themes like Nightmare Before Christmas and Hocus Pocus during Halloween and It kind of irked me because um, I feel like it's trying to appeal to teenagers and a lot of other wider audience, which I get, they're trying to sell, but at the same time, to me, it's equivalent to the Ouija board. You just don't play with that stuff. You don't, and why is it okay for me to use Angel card decks and not use those decks? My point is that you shouldn't use decks or you shouldn't use anything that you are not familiar with, and I'm going to say... Flat out, though, don't use the Ouija board at all, period. Period. No, not even period. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark times infinity. That you are opening a can of worms to the devil portal and, like, all kinds of things because you don't know who you're talking to. You don't know who you're dealing with and anybody can come in. That can be said for the same as when you are becoming into this as a spiritual light worker, intuitive, I'm not an expert, that's why I'm still doing the work. But I ground, I shield myself, I sage. Um, I've learned to protect myself and to fend off anything from coming into my home, especially having um, children. So you want to make sure that you are protecting and grounding and shielding and um have god or your faith at the center of your heart because oh, so important but anyways i digress a little bit but that needed to be said and again i let spirit lead me on the podcast from now on because what i have to say has to be said and i mean letting when i say spirit the higher good the highest good of angels of love and light um god's angels <clears throat> Um, so yes, I hear my own voice, but it's, um, it's kind of like, uh, I'm trying to see if I can think of an example real quickly that would best explain it. Um, it's almost like, I guess, when you are in the living room and you have the TV on and, um, say that you have a video of yourself i guess on the tv and you know it's your own voice right but it's saying a different thing at the same time that you're talking so you know like it's a different message in this like and then sometimes it comes out and it's like um (laughs) okay um that's a bad example probably I'm trying to explain it because it sounds crazy like having to explain that you it's your own voice talking to yourself but you know it's a different it's a message coming and um I know it's a little light um I guess like examples too would be that like when people are driving they have said that one time I've read stories of people being saved from a near car accident because um they heard real loudly to stop like in their own ways but they knew it was not them um, um in their heads and it caused them to you know slam on their brakes and then it saved them from being hit because they didn't go even though the light was green because the car ran the red light that kind of thing um but it's talking over you at the same time so like as I'm talking to you guys right now, like I could get a message coming in at the same time and it just flows. Um, but yeah, it's kind of, I don't know. I think Eden and Kim talk about this, or explain this on one of their podcasts. Another person I want to mention because she's been a huge part of my journey is Missy Fowler. She is also an intuitive and she spreads messages like crazy that are filled with love and light. And, um, she's just an awesome person she does a lot of um emotion um work meaning like she is emotional um the book is called emotion code and she's an emotion code practitioner and basically um it's helping you to come out of your mind into your heart to tap into things um for example sometimes people go to a medical doctor for something and they cannot figure out what's wrong, but there's something that is still there, and um, end up finding out that you know your shoulder blades hurt because something deeply rooted in um, your childhood caused your shoulders to be weighted down by the amount of pressure that was put. I'm really horrible examples, I'm just saying that she helps you work through the, those emotions and get those trapped emotions out so I I think my first session with it I got like nine or ten of them out that I didn't even know were existed um until she brought it up and she brings out the specific age that you had them and then helps you release them. So she does does stuff like that and also does other readings. Um her and Eden uh, Sustin, um, who I just already mentioned, also have, um, an Instagram account together, and I believe it's called Soul Guided. No, no, no. Sorry, hold on. By the way, if you don't follow me on Instagram, Hello Gorgeous Mama, um, I post a lot of. Spirituality, baking stuff because I love to bake, and about my kids, and um, I'll share my stories a lot about spirituality. Um, so, Eden and um, Missy, um, their Instagram account is called Soul Living three three three, and that's an angel number. For those that don't know about angel numbers, you can look those up too. Um, for ways that your spirit guides come through since we're on the subject about how mine kind of come through is um angel numbers is one of them um and it doesn't have to be all of them it could be some of them a little bit all of them however your spirit guides and your angels feel the best way to communicate to you a lot of times can be through electronic So um, if you hear a song that keeps coming through, because say that, um, like for me, my grandpa that passed away recently, his was Red Red Wine. And so that song would play constantly all the time. And I just knew it was him sending me a sign for whatever in that moment that I needed his um, presence to be known. So, um, or angel number will come through. A lot of times for me, it's eleven eleven one eleven, and I get four 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 a lot. Um, and I was getting two two two. Pay attention to why the certain numbers come through, and then look up what those meanings are. Um, you can find them easily on Pinterest. Um, so yeah. Um, because each of those are similar, but they have specific more meaning to why you're seeing that number at that specific time. If You feel chills, which I'm feeling right now, and the air conditioning not on, um, things like that. Um, ear ringing in your ears, I get that all the time, it's your angels connecting with you and also trying to make you see in that moment what they're trying to draw you to look at. You're your soul has a purpose and it's always going to be led back to that purpose so sometimes if you get off a little bit off track or take a detour like your guardian angels and your spirit guides are going to try to bring you back okay so try to look for those signs because they are there for you and sometimes if you're not asking you're not asking for help they kind of are letting you take this journey on your own too because it's for a lesson it's you're learning you kind of signed this contract that you're going to go through these life lessons and why sign a damn contract that you're going to be sexually abused and all those kind of things yes that's a hard concept and a hard pill to swallow um but our souls are ascending to different levels and Growing and I do highly believe that this is my I believe in lifetimes that we've had multiple lifetimes in each lifetime We learn more and more lessons to level up in a way to a different um, vibration um, and different energy Frequency, so we might not be on the same path as other people because we're on a different frequency and I do think that this is my last lifetime um here on earth because oh my god it's a whopping of experiences with um you know child sexual abuse and um um losing people to death and losing people cutting on my life and um just going through the normal things that a lot of people go through and then also going through very traumatic things as well as childbirth trauma and just um all kinds of things I do think especially let's just you know everybody has gone through one trauma and that is with COVID and the pandemic that's a trauma in itself so we all are collectively going on a journey
1: but we might
0: be all at different, um, levels, and, um, learning different lessons, if you will, so, I hope that kind of helps explain some stuff, but, um, let's see, so, yeah, that's called Soul Living Three Three. of course, you can look them up individually as well, um, to see, like, their own... Journeys and um, how they're just amazing people. And you know, if you feel kind of lost right now and you're like in your 30s or older, or wherever you are, um, there is not a timeline that you need to really start to learn anything. People, trust me, trust your journey, trust your path, trust your purpose because. Um, a lot of people didn't start spiritual awakening and growing and finding themselves truly until they they were like in their 30s and up so um you don't have to have all your shit together is what i'm trying to say like right now um i think actually my 30s are my best year so far i'm going to be 33 this year and um to me that's still really young and so I think that some people think it's older, I don't know which people but some people do Um, and I just, I don't know like I see my 90 almost 92 year old grandpa and he's not doing so well but um, he's hanging in there and he's had a I mean I'm sure I don't know half the stories that he has gone through, and we don't know certain generations have all gone through something you know we've all gone through a trauma one or another, but I think that um recent generations are trying to now be more open and speak our truth and teach our kids to speak their truths and that is awesome and Um, You know, for, I think, in the past, a lot of generations, it was more to sweep things under the rug or to keep things hush-hush, and um, that just doesn't work, you know? It's part of our journey to be able to share with each other and be able to release those things that are holding us back and keep those triggers at bay and It's not to like not feel our feelings, it's to feel our feelings, let it go, release it, and move forward. Um, Sometimes we might move backward a little bit, but to get back on track. So like I'm losing track right now. Um, But yeah, so I think um, just to backtrack a little bit though, um, I was saying some things that you can arm your children with, um, but I didn't start to name those things. Um, but they are, is basically let your children know. Um, for one, one of the things I do is my two oldest know their body parts in the proper names. That's important because if ever in court of law, God forbid something does happen to your child. Um, foo-foo names and little pet names that you give your kids um, vulva or vagina or penis or nipples or breasts um it's not gonna be held in court so please give the proper names yes even saying on this podcast it's kind of like wow she's really saying that but that's the proper names and that's what your kids should know is where their private areas are and that nobody should touch them um if they're a baby. Even still letting them know that I'm doing a diaper change and, you know, I'm just wiping you and this is how we wipe and put the diaper back on and that's the end of story. Um, you make it weird, it won't be weird. But kids are smarter than you think and they are very good at asking questions and you give them an answer. And um, as they get older, yes, they'll ask more questions, but I mean you can really give them the honest answer and they'll be good with that. Um, It doesn't have to be weird. It doesn't have to be um, a big ordeal. Um, Second is look up the book, I Said No. Um, And I forget the author, but you can find it on Amazon. And that's a good book about talking about green flags and red flags and talking about people in their life. Um, that can be trusted and can't be trusted and how to recognize red and green flags, such as someone offering them ice cream as a form of bribery to do something. Um, And I would say if anyone bribes your child in any way, even if it's in a playful way, correct them because later on, if something else comes up, they're going to think it's similar and think it's okay. Um, I don't force my kids, number three, to give hugs or kisses to anybody. Um, if they want to give a high five, they can. If they don't, I, you know, manners still do matter as far as saying hi and bye and being polite like that. But if someone makes someone comfortable and they don't want to give a hug or kiss, whether it be grandma, grandpa, uncle, aunt, mom, dad, whoever, it does not matter. They do not need to. I don't force my kids to give me hugs or kisses either. I ask them, can I have a hug? Can I have a kiss? um can I say bye and I tell them too you don't have to it's okay like just because I'm a mom just does not mean that you have to um what's another one I do um so okay body parts number two the book I said no number three not forcing hugs uh, or a, a physical affection um number four is I give my um Oldest right now because she talks most. So my middle is still getting there, but I'm gonna start telling her too. Is my five things for every day, which is listen unless it's uncomfortable or unsafe. To you, have fun, do your best, stand up for yourself, and be yourself. Um, kind of like affirmations. So, give your kids affirmations that work for you and them, that empower them. Um, number five is. Um, I let them know that it doesn't matter. Um, I started doing something called Life's Lessons Classroom. So I call it Life's Classroom today. And I say today in Life's Classroom, we're going to talk about boundaries and toxic adults. Um, If you look up Arc Warrior on TikTok, he talks about toxic adults and what that means. I'm running out of time, so I'm trying to also give plugs to um, other people that our influences, influencers or experts that can help, um, share some more awareness on these topics. Um, and then for boundaries, is just about setting boundaries and letting your kids know that they have a right to privacy. They have a right to protect their bodies and their space and their room. And I love the book, um, or the boundary song that I believe, um, hopscotch yeah hopscotch on youtube um they made um so look that up um it goes something like um you can say i don't like that it makes me uncomfortable i need some space um (laughs) not around me don't take it personally it's just my boundary it's just my boundary and I kind of like um my version I guess in a way but look up the words but yes it's very similar to that and that is about all that childhood crap so let's move on to real quickly um in my nutshell story for this year So basically, um, moving forward for the rest of 2023, I want to share, you know, now that you know about me again, um, I want to be able to share more about my spiritual journey. I will have more guests on here. So if this resonates with you and this is helpful to you, I hope you take a listen. I hope you share it and um, I hope you like the podcast and I am really hopeful though that this could just at least help one person know that they're not alone and empower their kids and also be able to talk about spirituality if that's what something that resonates with them um i recognize myself as a light worker and intuitive and i hope to do reiki and learn more about meditation and yoga and incorporate those things in the future and also bake because i love to bake Um, so have a cafe For community and motherhood, and just empower women, empower moms, and um, dads too. But I just say moms because um, you know I am a mom, and I've gone through this journey. I've gone through all the different mental health things, and I don't want to say just gone through. I'm still in it. Um, I still go through it. I still lose my cool sometimes. I still get triggered. I still yell sometimes. and I don't, you know, I feel extreme mom guilt when I get there to that point. We all get to that point at one point or another. It's just, we are human. Yes, I believe that we are souls living a human experience and not humans living a soul experience. Let me say that again souls living a human experience, not humans living a soul experience. I believe that wholeheartedly. But, there's still part of us that is, you know, flesh and bones. So we are going to feel things, we're going to react certain things, especially if we had trauma, we're going to be triggered. But what I think is realizing it and checking yourself and then being able to break those cycles and not be another generation or another person or whatever it be, not be another excuse apologize when you're wrong do better be better be the best version of yourself I always talk to my kids about when I'm having a bad moment and how I am you know a grown adult but I still have moments and that's not an excuse but I want them to understand where I'm coming from and I get eye level and I apologize so I hope that this whole podcast can help you in that way to know that someone that's been through these different journeys and vulnerable moments, and you can get on top, and you can be the best version of yourself always, not just in 2023 for a New Year's resolution, but always create that vision board and manifest, manifest the shit out of all the stuff that you want to do and be in 2023 and beyond 2023. Don't just start because it's a new year. Start because it's right for you and it's what you want and it's what's best for your kids. The best and the healthiest mom will have healthy children because they see mom is healthy, they get the best version of mom. So, um... I can't believe i have all these things to you guys in one hour podcast but yep this is Hello Gorgeous Mama Brick chairs a mom that is imperfectly perfect and working on herself daily but I am doing better I am I am a good mom and I am doing better so do the best you can mama and you'll know if you question if you're a good mom or not then you probably are a really good mom because you're worried about being a bad mom so um yeah have a good night or morning whatever time we are listening this to and i'm going to tune off Thank you for listening to this episode. Please leave feedback and let me know what topics you would like to talk about next. I'm excited to keep this journey with you and thank you for listening to Hello Gorgeous Mama.